So guys, we are here for a very, very special interview right now. It is the most guests we've ever had on the podcast. Today, we have Knock Before entering there with us here today. We have all their members, but we don't know who any of you guys are. So do me a favor, KBE team. Go around and say your name and what you do and then who you think the hottest member of KBE is. Yo, what's good, everybody? My name is Gilad. Uh, I'm one of the singer-songwriter slash producers for this band, as are the two other people. Um, and I would honestly say, uh, indubitably, uh, I am the hottest member of KBE. Lies. Lies. I'm one of the newest members of KBE, longtime friend of Galage Sports, and it's uh, nice to see you, Josh and Alex. Very good uh, to talk to you guys again. Um, yeah, uh, I am the hottest member with uh, the longest long, but uh, that still remains to be undetermined as Galad will not uh, partake in anything I ask him to. Never. <laughs> I'm just okay. picturing that Cam now has his penis out and Gilad doesn't. Hey, hey. We both do it on each other. You know? How do you think we recorded any, any of everything? All right, who's next? Why did you go? <laughs> oh, I muted, my, I muted myself. My... It's all right. It's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead. My name is Ari. I'm, and you know what I do here? I, I mute myself when I'm supposed to be talking. That's what I do. Um, I uh, am pretty useless. I, I sing, and I, I try. I, rec- I make re- Schwartz record my ukulele, and that's about it. Um, I am undoubtedly the hottest member of KBE. Oh my! And now I'm going to pass it off to uh, our good friend Quippy, the man of the hour. Um. First things first, my name is not Quippy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Brandon. I'm the producer slash manager for us, KBE, unofficial manager. Um, but um, what's it called? Essentially, I mean, I produced the entire album. I um, worked with uh, Ari and Gilad on co-writing some of the songs on the album and Pretty much brought from start all the way to the end product you hear today now. And the host member of KBE, of course, is myself. Because I Okay, a- so for the for the record, because I'm gonna cut you off right there. You all, all right. went around and said yourselves. So now we know that KBE is just like narcissism galore and like we're all built on lies, actually. Yeah. Obviously. I mean we know who we Obviously. are. Obviously. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We here we've been saying KBE a bunch. Like I said, it stands for Knock Before Entering. What does that mean? Like, how did you guys pick that name? Well, uh, due to a bunch of people wondering if it had sexual uh, connotations, doo-doo. we're gonna we're gonna go ahead right now and say it. no, no. At least uh, at first, not a lot of sexual connotation. Um, but we basically just got together. We we're going over a bunch of names for our you know, our band collective. And uh, at first we made a whole entire list. We went through all of them. And we're like, all of these like fucking suck. And then Ari came through one day and he, he put down a, just a random ass name from like a sign, I guess, saying knock for entering. And uh, we were like, that's kind of catchy, you know, like it rolls off the tongue nicely. It so does. basically uh, came down to fruition with it. Yeah. You know, I was surprised that it wasn't used like for anything. I thought it was a pretty classic sounding name. I, um, uh, Gilad's right. We had gone through and, and listed a, a fuck ton of horrible names, um, of which not we true. like spend forty five minutes trying to convince ourselves that like, one of them could be passable, but it's not right. Um, 
So we're just kind of putting things down. I'm sitting there like, what sounds good? Like I'm, I'm just have this sheet that that Gilad emailed us, which is like checking to see if like these like band names were already used or so. We're just trying to find something that hasn't been used. It sounds good, and then, yeah, I, I saw a sign that said "Not Before Entering," and I was like, "That sounds that sounds pretty passable." So you know, and and it does have some nice. It does have some. If you think about it, because I wasn't, we weren't thinking about it, of course. But but after we selected it, we we're like, "Well, it's actually you know, it has some applications." Wow, the dog just bit my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Quippy, get a hold of the dog, all right? <laughs> he's trying. He's, try, he's, try, he's trying to. Um, so, yeah, beyond, like, obviously the name, like, I think it, it provides a really cool, like, little glimpse, like, knock before entering. Like, that doesn't mean don't come in, right? But just make, you know, be polite, knock. You know? Yeah. It's inviting, but it's respectful. I, I think that's a nice way to – oh, the dog is biting my wrist now. <laughs> We've moved on. Big bites all around. Um, yeah, naming is, I, th- I feel like, one of the most fun things with anything. Um. Can you guys let us like? Are there any that you're cool with being like? This one got shelved, oh, or like, what was God. the most memorable non-picked can, one? Let me see if I can pull up the list. Quippy and the Quippets. <laughs> the Quippet. <laughs> oh my God! Sorry. <laughs> well, what ne- memorable names? Uh, uh, fuck. We we have the entire I'm looking, list. I'm looking it up. Uh, I will say it? one of them I was Schwartz and Young LLC, and uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That, that tells the name of our else. group. Uh, our, <laughs> our, our group message. Oh my gosh! I love that. I love that. Um. So I guess while we're waiting on that name, what uh? How did like knock before entering come together? Like as a as the group. Well, I mean, I can talk a little bit on this because uh, Galad Schwartz and I always were really talking about um just doing music in general. Um, before Brandon and I would always like kind of sit down, he would make beats, I would rap or just write lyrics to them, stuff like that, hop in the booth, record. Um, and then a little, a little less than a year ago, Schwartz and Galad started working together a lot. And, um, they started producing like a little bit together, nothing like really final. And then they got into a booth and they made uh, cigarettes and melodies, which was uh, the first song they made together. And then. Ari came out of the shadows or from under a rock somewhere. I don't really know how he got here. Uh, it was a sh- it was a rock drenched in shadows. No, it's drenched. actually <laughs> a really a really good story. I want to actually talk later because it's kind of how we actually came up. I want to jump in here real quick because I found the names that we didn't end up going with. And yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there's a list of our top three names. And the, okay, the dog is better. My show you. One of them was Red Escape, which I believe was from Gilad. I personally thought that one was fucking garbage, but I, I wanted. That to sounds like that. a communist thing. Like, I know, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like there's a niche market to be found in there, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, to be clear. I was the one going with the red themes. I'm not um, taking that right there. <laughs> the, second, the second name was Midnight Pandas, which was also mine, and I really fucked with that one, but it didn't. Happen. I just like pandas. So that I sounds I love terrible. That. I find, and then the third one on this list is not before entering. And that's the one we, we chose. And oh. uh, it's funny because actually in this in this list of our top three, not before entering only got two votes and Midnight Pandas got three votes. So I don't know how that got lost in the translation. I'll say I like knock before entering the best. Out of <laughs> <three. So laughs> I'm kind of glad it ended up that way. I definitely agree with you. Um, yeah, jumping right back in, I can say that uh, – that, you know, I think Gilad came over to my house one night. It was his birthday. I think it was April 21st, 2020. He came over and we played some COD Zombies in my in my room. What map? They, oh, what map? We were Ascension. playing. Was it, was it Ascension? Yeah, he was trying to be yeah. he was being basic. He was being a little basic, so put Ascension. <laughs> um, I like my trains. And so, 
he was like, oh, uh, after this, like, I have to leave, but I'm going to my friend's house. We're making music if you want to come. And I'm like, it's quarantine. I haven't left my house in a month. I'm like, but please, God, you know, like, bring me somewhere. So I went with him and I, w- I pulled up to, I met Brandon. I'd never met Brandon before in my life, right? We pull in and they're like, oh, hey, like, I listened to the, one of their tracks. I think it was Cigarettes and Melodies. And then that was like, hey, you know, Ari sings too. And he was like, really? And so he's like, cool, you guys want to make some music right now? And I was like, sure. I was like, this was all going so fast. And then he plays this a single sample, like a single beat. Like the first beat that he played us, that became prison. And that shit, that shit is crazy. That shit was crazy. I just, was like, you, you want to work with this? And we were like, yeah, yeah, we want to work with this. I just have you to are- applaud you that great like when you finally were like i've quarantined for an extensive period now i'm gonna see other people and the first person you saw was schwartz that takes a lot of courage i have to <laughs> i will say thankfully the second person i saw was schwartz also again fuck you alex <laughs> listen we, we like to have fun over here schwartz quippy i'm yeah. sorry um so i guess one of the other big things that i love talking to or really hearing from any artist is like what they like listening to like where they get inspired from but what artists inspired you both in music in general and then more specifically for this album um i'll go first on that um okay so a lot of it was coming from uh schwartz was finding these pretty tight beats but when it goes further um kind of what i generally try to be inspired from is at least vocally from like kind of the talents of someone like Amy Winehouse ranging through like Rex Orange County. Um, and then like also like some hints of Khalid, I guess. And then instrumentally, um, I guess just somewhat, I guess most prominently in like maybe alone or so, um, just like kind of Coldplay in the sense that they're, they have really good like focus on how their instrumentals can create a, sort of an ambience or ambiance. Um, and yeah, at least for me, that's definitely what I was going for. Yeah. That's awesome. Someone uh, else had an answer. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, for me, um, when I started, I mean, I got definitely say like Mac Miller swimming was like on repeat post Malone, um, posty. I mean, um, stay actually was a huge inspiration for alone. I really like when we made that track. I really wanted like a live studio sound and, and, um, and, um, feeling Whitney was like probably Mm. the biggest inspiration for that because I mean, it's just a big acoustic sound. It's honestly probably one of the most beautiful post long tracks out there. And then honestly, I got to give it to logic's like original, like under pressure was also a big thing, but also to working with Gilad Gilad, Definitely has a unique sound and RE2. So I definitely, when we were making the tracks and making the EP, I wanted semantically it all work, but I needed to tailor it to their voices too. So it was very specific to them. For sure. And I, I can hear those influences. I love like when the second you said Post Malone, I was like, oh, he's about to say stay right now. Like I knew. And and though I, that's as a Post Malone fan, those are like my favorite songs of his. So and I really was getting those vibes. Um, and that is awesome. Um, but let me ask you guys, because Schwartz, you talked a little bit about how you like had to tailor your sound, like the, the production to their sounds. But talk about and this is kind of a question for all of you, but like with the exception of COVID and there being a pandemic going on, what was like the biggest challenge you guys faced making this work? 
Uh, I get organization, honestly. Organization. Also, too, just like, I mean, look, in Binghamton, it was great because, you know, Ari and Gilad would literally come over like almost every day and we'd record from literally like 10 o'clock or midnight till like six in the morning. And then like, and we had that break. And even when Ari left, he came back for a weekend. He literally stayed in my apartment. We just recorded all weekend. But then during the summer, we had that break where I had to go home to Florida while I didn't know where I was going to law school at the time. And then like we had all these unfinished songs. I figure out one, who's going to mix and master these tracks. And two, when are we going to be able to get together to finish them? So we had to take like a huge break over the summer until August um, to finish um, and start the mixing and mastering process and the re-recording. So definitely, I think that the, the, um, the distance over the summer was probably the most difficult thing to work with. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely have to double up on that. It, it was it was it was super complicated, especially like me coming in like halfway. Like Elad and Brandon had already been working together for like so long, and then as soon as I showed up, within three weeks, like Grant and I had graduated and we were already moving out. So it was like uh, it was like it, like everything had to like start like hitting warp speed. Like we were trying to we were literally meeting like four or five times a week, like pressing it till six a.m. as much as possible because we were so worried that we were going to leave before. Our time was up, you know, before we were ready. And so, like, we had that break in the summer, which was like, which was annoying because, you know, you have all these ideas and you feel like that, in, like that kind of FOMO, like, oh, I'm not in the studio, I'm not in the fucking studio, like, what the fuck's going on, right? But then yeah. in August, uh, I think that's when we were able to link up yeah, in August Queens. Yeah, third, actually. Was, right? Yeah. We were able to link up in Queens. Queens? And, uh, at, yeah, we were able to link up in uh, Queens Prims, with right? Prims, with Jay Prims. Uh, we went out to his studio and we were recording in the, in a studio in Queens, it was it was cute. It was a little shoddy. There was no air conditioning, but it was cute. Um, and that's where we just kind of recreated this album in like a two day, twelve hour session, which was like really uh, nice. It was a little sweaty, but it was super. It was very. It just brought us back into this world of like, okay, well, we can still do this. It doesn't matter how far apart we are, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so how if you had to put a time frame on it, like how long has it been since? the beginning of like when you guys i guess brandon and gila when you guys started working on this until i guess last week when it finally came out six seven months yeah yeah i mean we started this what march april right after um what's it called the school closed um binghamton closed and you know we were just literally i was sitting around my room again it wasn't the best time i mean we just went through quarantine. Um, I talked about too. We were going through some rough stuff um, at the time, and then you know I kind of just like pushed myself into music and making music because I mean that's like loyal therapy to me. And then while making that, I kind of like you know figured like you know, it might be good, so he came over and we actually started making stuff. And from like March all the way till like now, it's been just like nonstop on this project yeah it, it seriously started off as Schwartz just cut like we were playing like quiplash you know over at the house and uh Schwartz just comes over this laptop pretty much like as quarantine started and we kind of both just realized like hey we have like a hell of a ton of fun just doing this and then you know it it, it went from being like a hobby that like us two would kind of just do from time to time to like you know like, let's take this to the next level and see what we can get with it you know 
And uh, so far, it's been it's incredible, honestly. And huge prop to you guys for like doing that and sticking through with it with that giant absence that you had uh, from sure. contact. Because I know Schwartz and I, we worked on a song probably like a year ago and then everything happened and we just like kind of stopped dead in the water and haven't worked on it since. It's a really hard thing to do and uh, that should definitely be recognized. You guys killed that. For sure. Keeping that momentum also, is really hard. Quick thing, Cam, I still have that project. We are going to finish that and we're going to release that at one point, by the way. Just oh, 100%. 100%. Well, for me, right here. <laughs> All right. Um, well, one thing I always like, I always enjoy it when when you hear about how artists record there's there's kind of like two methods and like at least these are the it's more like the two extremes it's either like this album took years to create and it's been through so many versions and iterations and then on the other end it's like we made it in a weekend type and i know you guys didn't make it in a weekend like you said like there was definitely an over court like over the course of time um but it's it's awesome hearing like the final culmination on either of those ends and especially with an album like or a project like this where like it's short and sweet i'm a big fan of short albums i hate albums that are like 20 songs and just go on for hours but like driving home today through the city had the windows down beautiful beautiful night out four songs bada bing bada boom perfect length um so you i love hearing that culmination of sound and it all comes together for this journey from start to finish so I'm curious, what are your guys' favorite songs off the album? Um, who wants to start? Uh, get, oh, that was I thought that question was going somewhere else. My bad. I was, I was no, no, no. It's cool because you were like, you were like, yeah, I know everyone has like different recording processes. I thought you were about to launch into a question asking us how we recorded, and I was like, I was like, I took the mic from shorts. I was like, I got this one, and then you're like, yeah. So, uh, what are your favorite songs? I'm like, oh, and I'm stuck with the mic, so I guess I'll go first. Um, Okay, I'm going to give two answers here because one of them isn't fair. <laughs> um, one of them is a little biased. Um, I Because I hopped in the project like a little like halfway through, um, I'm only on like I'm only uh, singing in one song. Um, I did like do some like minor help with like some like lyric writing for the other songs. Um so it's not like it's not also my project, it, you know. So my favorite song, because of the work I put into it, is Prison. But like that, again, it's the one that I'm on. So I'm going to also give a different answer, um, which I think has got to be probably the answer that you're going to hear from a lot of people, which is Alone, because I just find myself whistling and singing it, trying to figure it out on the ukulele, which is just it's just impossible. Um so it's just like it's just such a smooth, it's so catchy, which all the songs are too. I really fuck with doubt. I mean, I fuck with all the songs, but doubted is also really good. But um, but alone is definitely probably the one that I would be putting on the most playlists, if you know what I'm saying. Word. Um, what's it called? So um, also too, I'm gonna go with two answers, but I'm definitely gonna be quick with it, not take up too much time, but um. So, I mean, the first song, I mean, we worked on was Cigarettes and Melodies, and that kind of started everything. It was the first song I actually really did any writing for, and I actually thought to myself, like, hey, like, this could work. Like, I love this. So, like, I actually think this could be somewhat successful, and it kind of started the whole project. So that's why I will always love um, Cigarettes and Melodies, 
But again, too, like Ari's answer, I mean, Alone is just a crazy good song. I mean, it's very raw, deep, emotional. I mean, I don't have to tell Gila this, but like when we were recording this and when we were writing this, it was just very, just like very deep. It was a very deep session like we had. And we really had touch into like emotion and pain or bring out like that raw potential for that song. And it definitely is like, you know, the the heart and soul, I think, of the project, if I had to say. No offense to Prison, by the way, which is also a great song. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. I'll, I'll come in here um, and I'll say Prison definitely is probably my, my favorite one right now. Just for, uh, I, I just love, even if it's like my own voice, which like after like doing the whole process of producing and like making this song, um i just i love the way that aria's and voice and my voice like kind of mesh together like where i'll come in for the pre-chorus and then he goes off after that i think just meshes weirdly well compared to the the meta of you know today's kind of music um and for that like i think it's just one of like the coolest songs ever um and then i'll also go with doubt it as well um i just think that the, the, the kind of groove it puts you into where it kind of builds your body into going like that kind of motion is something I, I always appreciate in music where, you know, it can have a literal like impact on the way that they'll move and feel the beat, which is why I really like that song too. Um, so yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay. I love Doubt It, but yeah, like Schwartz, or uh, what Brandon said, um, with Cigarettes and Melodies, I have a similar feeling because I probably did the least amount of um, work as far as mechanics behind all the songs and the production. But the first thing that uh, Brandon sent me like six months ago or something. He was like, Hey, I've been working with Gilad. We're uh, just doing some stuff. Want you to come in, help out eventually. And he sent me cigarettes and melodies and just like a raw audio file. And I listened to it and I was like, Holy shit. Like they're actually, these guys are making really good music. And I'm, then I called it that it was going to blow up like right away. And I was even more surprised when I heard doubt it prison and alone, like, I think the whole album's amazing, but Doubt It and Cigarettes and Melodies are my two favorite. They hold a place. I will, awesome. I will say it's very cool. This is just like, this isn't leading to a question. It's just more of a side note. It's very cool that you guys keep emphasizing that like Cigarettes and Melodies was the first song you worked on, but it like it being at the end of the album, it really does feel like this culmination. And like, I, I like that. Like when I first heard the album, I loved that like there there is a clear like sound journey that's not the word but i can't think of it but i do enjoy like the first three songs are like a really interesting trio and then cigarettes and melodies like goes way out and it's like yeah. it's this similar sound but it completely shifts the tone and it's just super interesting to hear that sure. that was the first song you guys worked on yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, sorry cam you want to talk and then i'll i'll go but just to like, kind of reiterate alex's point that yeah, I noticed that a lot too with um, the album as a whole. Like you get very clear sounds that mesh together with Doubt It, Alone in Prison. Then Cigarettes and Melodies kind of comes in at the closer. And for me, it's kind of like a, a travel backwards, you know, um, being on the production end behind the scenes kind of. It's like a travel backwards, not not in production value, but in just like a raw experience. Because Cigarettes and Melodies is just raw to me. It's just raw and... Um, pure creative uh, lacking in like productional production uh style or emphasis and that's that's why i love it 
Um, so going off that too, real quick. Um, so I, I just want to explain too, real quick, like my idea when creating the composition for this album and the ordering of everything, because I mean, we didn't create these songs really in order. I mean, you know, we started with Cigarettes and Melodies and then we started with um, uh, Prison. Um, but when making this album, I mean, every time I listen to an album I really like, um, I think one of the most important things is the smackly how the album set up, that it's a journey, you know. You start at one point, it tells a story that, you know, you have a conclusion for. So then when making this, I really want to make it like fit together somatically, which is why I ordered it. And kind of when making it, I had an idea of where I wanted each song to go, even with Cigarettes and Melodies when I started making it. And then like more so when like that idea of the EP came into play, I saw it'd be perfect for like more of like an outro, you know, to bring you up from like Doubt It that brings that like rise into you know, that the EP was like Gilad's vocals and those falsettos on it. And then Into Prison, that's just, you know, this beautiful song where Ari and Gilad are going back and forth against each other. That just has a great story behind it. And Alone takes you a little bit down, but the beauty of it kind of also brings you up. And then just the Cigarettes and Melodies is the outro that brings it up and kind of ties everything together, you know. So that is like kind of my thinking behind when creating, you know, the composition of the ordering. Schwartz is the mastermind here. Uh, that's what I can tell. Quippy is calling the shots, and I love it. Um, <laughs> let me pivot a little bit and ask you guys about something kind of different. Um, there's another very important piece of this project here, um, and we don't have the person who did it here today, but I want to talk about the cover art um for the ep which was made by the amazing brian wissing and you guys know brian because he designed our logo on our website if you have our newest t-shirts brian designed those and they're fucking fire and go check out anywhere but here because he made the cover art for that um so can you guys talk a little bit about how you guys picked that cover art what went into like designing it what was the idea you were going for yeah, I could start also real quick with that. First of all, giant shout out to Brian. Like, literally, it, it, Brian, by the way, when you hear this, you're the fucking best. Brian's man. Like, literally, I mean, when starting this, I always had in mind, too, like, when making the EP, like, I'm going to need an incredible graphic designer. The first saw I had was Brian, because he's honestly one of the most creative people I've ever met in my life. I mean, his art is incredible. I mean, he's hip-hop inspired big travis scott inspiration on that and when making this too like we were thinking behind you know i wanted like a little travis scott inspiration for the album art and something that'd be like very different but very cool i know he'd be the perfect one to do that and so like you know we came up with the concept at first for like you know me gilad on that beach and, you know, just, like, the sky is just full of stars on, like, a distant, like, world because you have all the planets and shit, like, you see from there. And we want to make make it feel, like, even in the album art, like, you felt, like, kind of lost and you're trying to, like, find your place and shit. And I think he did a perfect job of conveying that in the album art. And even with our logo art, too, he was incredible i mean our our um, little mascot the alien was all like his idea too and like now that's like our brand you know that little alien in the knock before entering door where the aliens like peeking out that was all on him 
Can you name so, an alien like, Quippy? I, I mean, that's really where <laughs> it kind of like started. KB, honestly. Yes. That. Yeah. The album art also reminds me of Eternal Take, like the Lil Uzi album. I don't know if you guys know what that album cover looks like, but uh, but this album is actually way better, way no better. Cap. Like that is not a joke <laughs> for the fans. Lil Uzi. Like, yeah, I I agree. This is way better. Um, that out al- that this cover, they're lying to you. This cover was photographed in the Bronx. Um, no, I do love the cover. And will can you guys give us a little heat? Um, is there going to be any merch down the line because i would um, like to rock that alien yes actually um i just got off the phone today was our, our our merch guy yes i have some updates i didn't tell you guys yet because we were rushing to do the show uh so um we are getting our merch done soon should be coming in the next month or two down for me we're actually we're gonna be collabing with uh public ivy which is a local binghamton um um uh, fashion group um they design a whole bunch of t-shirts and shit and so the mock-ups and should shit. be coming this week actually so shout out luchi mertz this very soon well everyone knows the only thing or maybe i guess the set like the the two things that are most important for not just up-and-coming musicians but really any artists um one gotta have a fire logo y'all got that which leads to yeah, fire true. merch Secondly, and a social media presence. And obviously, everybody knows the biggest social media on the planet at the moment is TikTok. And I know, Gilad, you'd be dropping some talks here and there. I felt like a boomer when I said that. But what is it like like being a musician in this time when like songs are blowing up just from TikTok? Like, how does that factor into your promotional strategy of of marketing the album? I mean, the 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 craziest thing is when you see, you know, some some random guy on TikTok, you know, he's he's playing a pretty catchy song. And then you notice the place he gets from that one video, from like a minute long video of, of his like of maybe just one song out of an EP he's making or a single. And he's got maybe like we'll say like five hundred or to six hundred thousand views on that. And then his uh his presence just gets boosted up virally, you know? Um and so the main thing right now for that is just like it, the chance of that happening as we've kind of just looked into it is like almost like one in a million, you know, you just got to keep posting and keep trying to get like that kind of viral fame for that marketing kind of lifestyle. Um, but yeah, so like we're at this point, we're marketing to all platforms and we're just trying to make that one chance happen as much as we can, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that like Alex was saying, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you guys are the ones making the music, but it seems like that's the easiest way to spread your music around. I mean, these 10 second to minute long clips of just hearing songs and song when I hear songs like prison and I'm like, this was this would be great in so many TikToks. Like, I want people to use these sounds. Um, and that's awesome. Um, can we expect more from TikTok with you guys? Like, are you going to be posting more stuff? No, yeah, like definitely. Or yeah. actually, Schwartz wants to talk on that. You can go for well, it. Well, I'm just going to say real quick that, that Gilad has been pretty much our TikTok presence. <laughs> um, the rest of us have pretty much dropped the ball on that, but he's, we're going to try. I know the feeling, man. I know the feeling when your partner drops the ball on TikTok. He's been carrying us so far, and we appreciate that. And he's still posting. He made a TikTok with prison already. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and, and of course, I have a phenomenal sense of humor. So I. It, it was, <laughs> 
check it out. I don't know what Gilad's t- tag is. Maybe he could drop it in here. But uh, oh, he'll drop it later. There will be time for that. Yeah. I I will say TikTok is very hard to keep up with. I feel like I have no idea how to use it. Um, so definitely shout out for for being able to capitalize on that. Um, and the from from prison like the fuck you say did I ask you? I could definitely see that being right. Yeah, a TikTok <laughs> drop. Just like mad meme content right there. Yeah, that fits perfectly. I mean, also, too, if you looked at um, when we were like doing promotional content for prison, uh, one of our things, um, which is the great thing with DistroKid, they give you a bunch of like videos, like meme-ish videos you just add your song to. A lot of them was like the Mandalorian where you had like Baby Yoda and like the, the, the ship like turning on and off the button and like when it turned on prison would play and when it turned off by the Mandalorian, it would stop. So, you know, how are you going to tell us about this gold content and not drop it? Like, come on. Never dropped it. All right. guys. definitely been thinking about all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Come on. Come on. I'm a fraud. Cam, what were you saying? We're definitely trying to incorporate more of that stuff into our um, like advertising campaign, but we want to get it all like situated first, so we have uh, the most successful route, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like we want to get on every single platform, get everywhere, because I feel like that's how. Like if you see something on TikTok and on Instagram and on Twitter, and then you go over to like Twitch and you see these people like on there, it's just the easiest way to have that interaction and to constantly be in someone's someone's uh social atmosphere i guess you know yeah for sure and you guys did uh an among us launch party is that true yeah yep. that was right uh, lucky also, havoc on twitch shout out to him yeah shout out to lucky havoc shout out prims because he was the one actually i mean i've been working with prims a lot i mean since making i also like big shout out to him and also alejandro ortiz jj our engineer because they also had a huge part of playing this album, but I mean, Prim's also very instrumental. And then like, he has his Twitch thing going on. And then like, we were thinking of like ideas for the release party, because like we were originally supposed to do the release party in Binghamton and now there's a spike in COVID. So we had to cancel it. I'm like, oh, so what exactly would be a good substitute? Because I definitely want to do something. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let, let's stream. And me and Prim's are talking. We just came up with the idea of like doing a manga stream. And we could get like all our friends and shit in and just like, you know, not even doing it really for promotional shit, just more like have fun, you know, have a good night with each other. So that all like- I remember, all I remember seeing from that, and this might not have been when the EP dropped, but I think it is. It might be when prison dropped was just seeing mad videos of Ari. Like, I'm not going to lie, Ari, you looked fucked up. <laughs> and like, you were oh, just like, <laughs> crazy I think it's it was a seven and a half minute Instagram live video, which for which surprisingly um, was less cringe than I thought it was going to be um, for a seven and a half minute video. It's really cute. Um, that was for the single release. And we were definitely I was definitely not in the in the purest state of mind, I will say. But I think that. <laughs> I think it was a really cute video. I think we, we launched it out pretty well. I think the coolest thing about like at least marketing efforts, which is funny because like I technically work in marketing, but like it really isn't my strong suit, um, 
is is like with the music, which is so strange. With the music, with the music that comes, like every single time that we work and we release something, it markets the stuff that we did before. It all builds on each other, which I think is so cool that we're building like this musical ecosystem of knock before entering. You know what I'm saying? That every single thing we're releasing plays into what we've already done. And it all just builds to like one large like sound environment that like I think that like listeners will really fuck with, really vibe with. I vibe with it. We have a lot of like cool things on the horizon that we're looking forward to releasing too. So like I think that's also going to build on what we've already done. Like I'm, I Tell us about them. So What's next for KDE? <clears throat> Tell us about it. There's a Galad lot of and I have been talking a little bit about doing a Twitch channel for viewer interaction. Very mm-hmm. true. We already made it. It's up there. Uh, just knock before entering, all one word. But yeah, we definitely want to hop on there, play games with whoever, and uh, try to get some interaction. Maybe hop in the studio, record all that. I've been I've been watching uh, T Pain on Twitch, and he does it great. Yo, his, his intro music is fire. Right. Oh, I love his streams. That's awesome. So, so when can we expect new music from KB? I know you guys just dropped the EP, and uh, you know I don't want to harass you about it, but w- what's the time frame looking like here? That's a uh, good question. Yeah, I'm, you want to go first? Yeah, I, I could actually speak on this. So, for one, I think I mean our, our our plan is right now. We definitely, I mean, we worked on this like really sick song that's potentially going to be our next single when we're in Binghamton for that release. Uh, King of Hearts, if you guys remember. Um, but um, in terms of the next EP, so the plan is right now that we're going to get together over the wear break and then over wear break, just get in the studio and record as much as possible for this next EP because we have so many ideas. We're done with all, like, all the business and marketing for this and we just want to get back and be creatives. I also think a lot of it has to do because like some kind of similarly to what we were talking about earlier about the challenges that we faced, we are kind of like similarly in a position where we're like separated. Fortunately, you know, like Cam and Gilad are back in Binghamton. I actually just moved down to Queens, so I'm just a 45 Schwartz. Um, so like the ability just to like get back together in person and just to work in a studio is just so helpful. Um, Schwartz has also like blessed me in my new apartment. By bringing over his mic, my, his microphone and his interface, and next time I get paid, I'm going to try to spend that money on a laptop so I can also start recording in my apartment, which would be super cool. So we definitely have a lot of ideas, a lot of things that we've already recorded once that we're going to double up and record again, hoping that we could, I don't know, like maybe do a drop by. I want, I want to do a drop by next. I want to do a drop by December. Um, I want uh, well, at least maybe a single, but yeah, definitely EP. I mean, probably gonna shoot for the summer. I definitely want to drop at least like a single, like in the winter for sure. I think that's super doable. Um, but obviously, like, I do, I, I do not speak for this group. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, look, hey, we're all we're all members here, but um, I mean, look, look, runs the show. Too, I mean, we we also will say, you know, like when originally making this, like you know, people were asking, oh, when is this guy released? I'm like going, oh yeah, probably like late summer, early fall, and now we're like into like mid fall. Now we're finally like dropped it. Um, so like, you know, we will say for everything and we will have more content out, but I mean, delays are always inevitable to happen, but you know, it, as already said, you know, we're going to shoot the best we can for that, uh, December release, because I would love that to have a single drop by then. I, I agree with him. That's doable. And also to, to awesome. kind of build off that too. Um, we, we have somewhat of a set timeline, but you know, 
a big motto that we try to go by is it's it's always going to be mostly uh, not even mostly like all about the music i mean if if it takes us a bit longer to create something that we're truly proud of then it'll take a bit a bit longer you know like we want to make sure that it's music that isn't necessarily made for consistent content as long as it's quality content our biggest aim is to make sure that when people hear what we're making it's something that they love to hear and it's something that will they will want to keep hearing um and so uh, you know just keeping it in that mind too is the a big fact that it's all about the music 100 percent. awesome yeah awesome. i i like that you said that like in a world of you know just like packing albums and shit for streaming numbers like it's always about quality over quantity and uh, exactly the, the more we can make people you know feel a certain message or help them out you know the, it's the better you know well y'all hit the mark and it's not to say that we're holding out on music for some elitist reason like because we don't like to release things quickly um it's just also like logistically not very easy for us right now so we would like to be releasing probably more frequently than we will be doing but we'll uh does quippy yell in the studio a lot yeah well that's the thing is now that we're here i'm hoping that quippy drags me to the studio more than i've the more than i have been going you know because we're so dude doesn't have an inside voice no he does not but uh i know so he's cleaning it up right now Aww. All right. Well, before while he's doing that, um, we got two more items. Of shit about him while he's gone. No, no, no. Get out of here, Alex. We got two more <laughs> items of business before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing we're gonna have is we're gonna hear a song from you guys. Um, so we're gonna give you a chance to intro that. But before that, um, like we mentioned earlier, we want to give you guys a chance to plug your social media and tell people where they can find you, where they should be looking out for new content. And uh, just all sorts of stuff. So whichever one of you wants to take that. For sure. Gila, do you, you want to take this? Yeah, definitely. So, okay. We got a whole list right now. So on Twitch, you can find us at KBE Official. On Twitter, you can find the same exact thing at the same exact u- username. Uh, and then on Instagram, you can find us at knock underscore before underscore entering. That's all Schwartz thinking about that with the underscores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Super <laughs> On creepy. TikTok, we're KBE Official. Uh, on SoundCloud, we're KBE. Um, and then let's see what other things we got going on. Um, unless we got a Snapchat, I'm unaware about. I don't think we got a Snapchat. Quick, yeah, Snapchat. those are the main plugs. Yeah, you want our OnlyFans? Only, uh, That's yes. not before entering. I actually was asked if not before entering was an, an, an anal joke, and to which I was unaware. But but if that's what you're into, then yes. If it makes you need <laughs> yes. to tour music. All right, guys. Well, like I said, now we're going to hear one of your songs, but uh, can one of you talk a little bit about the song we're going to be hearing? Yeah, sure. I would love to. Um, So uh, just again, just a real quick recap. So this song, I mean, it depends. So are we we doing, we're doing prison, right? I think that's what we decided on. Yep. Um, Yep. yep. When we, uh, like we started that song when I first came into Schwartz's room and, um, and he played the sample after Gilad introduced him and I. And he said, do you want to, guys want to work with this? And I said, yeah, sure. I like them. They, like the, you'll hear as soon as you start, there's this moving guitar riff in the background. Uh, I really like kind of zoned into that. It was very easy to work with melodically, but I also liked the idea that there could be like a very driving pace behind it. And once we settled in, I wrote like a first verse and then Gilad wrote a verse. And then after that, it was just kind of took over. So this song, how I can really say it is like, 
if you've ever had an argument with somebody and like it's an argument that probably you've been meaning to have for a little while but it hasn't happened and then it's finally happening and uh it's not going the way that you that you hoped it would let's say that maybe the person that you're arguing with be it a friend or a significant other or something um is just started has has been un, unintelligible in turn like in terms of like their thought process or like making no sense oh man um just like this like just the, like the fact that we cannot get this dog to, to stop barking um so it's like if you're having an argument with somebody and it's not going your way and it's frustrating because you can't get your thoughts out on the other person is making nonsense and you're just fucking frustrated you want to leave you want to go to sleep you want to stop listening that's what this is kind of about josh that's you right. that is you <laughs> guys you heard it that is the lead single from the new ep anywhere but here it is out now you can go find it everywhere guys i just want to thank you for coming and doing this this was a great time and i hope we can have you back again sometime soon thank you for having us peace and love baby quippy (laughs) all right guys here's prison Can't believe it's came to be this way. Can I say what I came to say to you? But I close my eyes and I go to sleep. This is a problem that I face later. I can't do with it now. No, I don't tangle with fate on the Instagram, the DMs. I can't wait, wait for apologies till you say I'm sorry. Can I tell you stop? Can't listen to this bullshit no more, no You got me banging my head up on the cedar door And this is my turn to shine Do you mind or are you blind? Are you blind? Could you be kind? Feeling the clouds, yet I feel I'm falling down Trying to stay high, but I'm keeping you around Taking my time, but I can't deal with the sound Of your heartbeat beating, but my heart's in prison for now my weary eyes are making tired of wasting time Feel to realize I see eye to eye Have some compassion to listen to my thought through rational lesson Before your underdeveloped logic falls out of fashion Do you mind to be mine to recognize a real line Before I close my eyes and I go to sleep Lay the fuck down it looks like you could use a break Can't go on waiting and wasting, conflating, debating my position I feel like I'm on trial Feeling the clouds, yet I feel I'm falling down Trying to stay high, but I'm keeping you around Taking my time, but I can't deal with the sound of your heartbeat beating But my heart's in prison for now my weary eyes are making tired of wasting time Feel to realize I see eye to eye
Seeking tired of wasting time. Feel to realize, see eye to eye. 